when you're up against a hostile room of people who don't want to be there, you need real strategies that get results. Welcome to From Hostage to Hero, the show that gives you practical advice you can use right now in the courtroom, boardroom, or classroom. Learn how to move your unwilling audience to one that is invested in what you're saying, eager to participate, and engaged in the process. Learn from the attorney whisperer herself, your host, Sari Delamont. Well, welcome everybody to another episode of From Hostage to Hero. How are y'all doing out there? Boy, it's almost the end of the year. Uh, or depending on when this podcast gets released, maybe it is already 2020. And uh, boy, did that decade ever go fast. I just moved my office, uh, my home office, that is, I was down on the first floor. Now I'm up on the second floor. So I have a new perspective, a uh, new place to podcast, a new everything. So it kind of how I'm feeling about 2020 arriving in a few weeks. Very, very excited for the new year. Alrighty. Well, today we are talking about how to deal with pain. You know, so many of you have been reaching out and letting me know that the podcasts are really speaking to you and they're making sense. And not only are they giving you some great trial advice, but that you're really shifting the way that you're thinking about things. And I just so enjoy hearing that from you. And I'm so excited that this podcast is really hitting a nerve for so many of you because I think that it's so common to not look at the stuff that's really getting in our way, which isn't the skills or the way to put an opening statement together or how to put wadir together. It's really what's going on between your temples, okay? And that's what I want to talk about today because so often I will hear from you that this stuff about how to choose your thoughts, how to train your brain, that you can decide how you choose to feel about something makes you feel amazing. And it certainly does. And I just want to say, keep doing it. Keep working this mindset work because you can absolutely choose how you choose to choose how you choose, choose how to think about things and change your results in a huge way when you do that. And, which is what we're talking about today, I don't also want to give the impression that if you just were positive enough. By the way, none of this has anything to do with being positive. It just has to do with being realistic and being aware. But I don't want to give the impression that if you just did enough thought work that you would never ever have to feel or experience pain. Because I see some of you who are new to this work or you're working with coaches now and at first, it's just amazing. It's, it's like a brand new world where you start to realize, wow, all these things that I've been doing and thinking and these old patterns and ways of being, I can do something different. I can choose to be and think and feel different. And it's amazing. And then whammo, a few weeks or months in, something will happen and it'll just drag you down and you'll start to think, well, wait a minute. If I'm able to choose my thoughts and if choosing my thoughts changes the way I feel, why am I feeling this pain? That's what I want to talk to you about today. There are two things that 
I want to focus on in this in this episode, two types of pain. One is, I wouldn't say types of pain, but one is unnecessary pain and the other is avoidance of pain. You know, we are living in a world in which pain exists. There is no amount, let me just put it out there now, of thought process, of controlling your thoughts, of choosing your thoughts, of coaching, of therapy, or anything else that is ever going to let you out of this thing called life where we experience pain because we will. We will lose at trial. We will have a partner cheat on us. I mean, I hope that doesn't happen to everyone, but that happens in the world. We will have people die that we care about. We will have all sorts of pain in our lives. And the the purpose of thought work and coaching and therapy isn't to try and avoid or get rid of pain because pain is a fact of life. The purpose of thought work and personal development work is to not cause yourself unnecessary pain. I mean, let's talk about losing at trial, for example. When you lose at trial, that can be painful. And in most cases, it is painful. So when I talk about in previous episodes how winning can't be the ultimate outcome for you or that we need to think differently about losing, I'm not suggesting that when you lose a trial that you not feel pain about it or that you not feel bad about it. I mean, that's just being human. Obviously, that's not going to feel great. Or if if your spouse cheats on you, I'm not suggesting that if you just chose your thoughts perfectly, that that no longer would wound you. Or that if somebody that you care about dies, that you could somehow think in a way that that would no longer cause you any pain. But what I am talking about is unnecessary pain. Pain that adds to the pain that already is. For example, when you lose at trial, that's going to suck. It's going to suck a lot, especially if it's a big trial and you put a lot of time and energy and money into that thing. But what will suck even more is if you add unnecessary pain to that. If you start telling yourself that you're so stupid and you made the wrong decisions and you're so dumb and why didn't you do this and how could you even think about doing that and better trial lawyers would have done a better job and how could this happen and and I certainly caused this and I'm not I'm not an, any good. I'm not a good trial attorney. That, my friends, is what I'm talking about when we talk about unnecessary pain. I mean, the same can be said when we're talking about a spouse that cheats on you. That hurts. But when you start going into, you know, what is it that I did? I must have done something wrong. It was the gate, or the weight that I gained. It was, you know, I didn't spend enough time at home. You know, all of those things, for, you can look at your part in the process, the part of what you did at trial and could have done differently and, and your part of the failing marriage. I'm not saying that we don't look at those things, but when we start to berate ourselves and talk to ourselves in such a way that causes this unnecessary pain, that's the part that we really need to dismantle and stop doing because nothing ever good happens from that place. 
It's the unnecessary pain that we're talking about when we talk about choosing your thoughts. Yes, when you lose, it feels bad, but you can choose instead of beating yourself up to think about all the different things you'll do next time, all the things that you learned. When, it, when you get cheated on or your kid is bullied at school or whatever the, the cause of your pain is, you can choose how you want to respond to that. That's the point of thought work. The point isn't to never, ever feel any pain. The point is to choose your response to the pain. That's the point that I think a lot of people are missing when they first start getting into thought work or personal development work. Now, not only do we add unnecessary pain by allowing our thoughts to run rampant and our saboteur to take over and just really take whatever's causing us pain and make it even worse, the other thing that we do is we attempt to avoid pain. We do this, don't we? We don't let ourselves feel it. And so we'll do things like, let's say we lost at trial. So we'll drink or we'll overeat or we'll oversleep or watch too much TV or we'll scroll Facebook. And all of those things function as a way to distract ourselves from the pain of whatever it is that's causing us pain. We don't want to have to, to think about it. And that's really the issue, isn't it? It's not, by the way. The, the pain of losing that we're trying to distract ourselves from. It's the stories that we're thinking about that. It's the stuff that we're telling us ourselves. It's, it's going back to that unnecessary pain I just talked about. That's what we're trying to avoid. If we would just stop for a moment and realize that pain on its own can be felt and survived, we wouldn't have as much of a drinking problem as we do in the legal world. We wouldn't have all of the weight issues that we've created for ourselves. We wouldn't have the broken marriages. We wouldn't have half the shit that we've created to try to escape not the actual pain, but the unnecessary pain that we've created. I mean, just think about that for a moment. It's not that you can't handle losing trial. It's that you can't handle the shit that you tell yourself about what losing trial means. That's where the drinking and the overeating and all of those things come into play. And what a waste of time and energy that is. Because my friends, we have to get to the point where we can be and feel, be with and feel our pain. You know, I was... Uh, just conducting the interviews for our upcoming badass uh, trial coaching program for trial lawyer women. And all of the women who applied had to go through an interview process with me because I'm really looking for the right fit. And I have found the right fit. I'm so excited to be starting this program with these women on January 15th. We're going to be starting Watch Out World. They're going to come and take over the world. But as I was going through the interviews, one of the women said, you know, I just want to get out of my own head and just push past all of that bullshit thinking and just be confident and get things done. And what I said to her was, you will never be able to get out of your head. Okay, here's the problem. We think that if we somehow do enough personal development work or enough thought work that one day 
our brain will be a comfortable place to hang out. Now, the more thought work, the more uh, personal work you do, (laughs) your brain will be a much more pleasant place to hang out. That's for sure. But just the way that we are wired as humans means that we will always have shit we have to deal with in our own heads because we are our worst enemy, are we not? We absolutely are. The point of this program or any other program, I told her, uh, that knows what the hell they're doing is not to help you get away from that and get out of your head, even though it's a common saying. It's to be in your head with all those bullshit thoughts and know how to deal with it, know how to be with it and move through it because that's really where shit gets good. That's where you become a high performer. The high performers, the high, um, the great trial attorneys, the people who have really quote unquote figured this out, (laughs) they haven't gotten rid of their pain. They haven't, they don't have stress-free lives. What they've learned how to do is to manage that shit so it doesn't take over, so it doesn't run them over, so it doesn't hold them back. It's right there alongside them, but they know how to deal with that. And that's the point that I'm trying to help all all of you on the podcast learn as we go through some of this thought work together, that it's not about eliminating the pain. It's learning how to be with it and choose your response to it. Now, one of the things that you have to learn how to do when it comes to pain is to allow yourself to feel it. And not go into the places where you want to go, which is to avoid feeling whatever it is that you're feeling. So the next time you experience pain, what your brain is going to want to do is go right to thinking. It's going to go into talking about what you did wrong, why it was wrong, how you caused this, so on and so forth. That's that unnecessary pain we've been talking about. And what I'm going to ask you to do the next time that happens is to redirect all of that energy into the body and ask yourself, what does this feel like? What am I feeling like? I just lost trial or I just found out my spouse cheated or I just found out somebody died that I love. What does this feel like? Where do you feel it? Maybe you feel nauseated. Maybe you feel a tightness in your chest. Maybe you feel your neck tightening up. Maybe you feel a pounding headache. Maybe you feel sweaty palms. Maybe you notice that your feet are jingling back and forth. Whatever it is, direct the energy into the body. Now, you're going to have to do that a couple of times because your brain, because you haven't been doing thought work for a long time, is being reprogrammed. And so it's going to want to go back to thinking. It's going to want to go back to, yeah, but here's all the things that you did to cause this. Here's what this means. Here's how, what a big loser you are. Eh. Redirect it back in your body. Keep asking yourself, how does this feel? Once you're in your body and you're feeling that nausea or that headache or whatever it might be, breathe, breathe, just allow it. So much energy goes into trying to prevent feeling pain because we've been taught that it's unpleasant and that it's awful and not even that it's unpleasant, that it it, it will kill us, that we can't handle it, that something horrible will happen if we actually allow ourselves to feel it. It won't. It won't. And you can prove it to yourself by doing this exercise. Feel what it feels like to lose, whether that's trial or spouse or loved one. Feel it. 
keep breathing and trust. This is the big part. Trust that it will subside and eventually leave because it will. As humans, we are not wired to sustain big emotions for a long period of time. Not even anything like grief. It, it has a way of, of mutating itself to become softer and smaller and eventually go away. Grief, in many cases, never totally goes away, but it absolutely reduces in intensity over time. And I'll tell you, if you allow yourself to actually be with the pain and feel it, it will subside instead of attempting to push it down and constantly run away from it. You know, this is true even in my own life. Some of you have heard my background story of growing up in a, a very tumultuous home with a rageaholic father. Uh, and I just, just recently doing some work with my coach realized that being in the present is difficult for me. I constantly live in the future. I love to plan. I love schedules. I love uh, plotting out my year. I've been having so much fun preparing for 2020. And for me, I've just realized that that's because the present moment growing up was always so scary. I didn't want to be with it. My, my rescue lived in the future. The future was what would set me free from this terrible uh, moments that I was experiencing as a child. And now, and those of you, many of you who met my dad, he got help and he's a different, totally different person today, now 30 years later. But that still hung with me from my childhood, this avoiding the present moment, this always going into the future to try to get away from whatever it is that I'm feeling now. And when you do that, when you try to avoid your pain by distracting yourself, you are missing out on so much wisdom. I mean, let's think back to something like weight loss. Many of you know I'm on a weight loss journey and I've been losing weight this whole year. So often the reason why weight loss programs don't work is because they focus on the symptom, the overeating, and they just give you diets and exercise plans and they never look at why you are eating or overeating, or not exercising in the first place. And if you could fix that, then we could actually get at why why the symptom is happening. In fact, you get rid of the symptom altogether. And what I've realized over the last year is that oftentimes I was overeating because I didn't want to feel something. And the minute that I recognized that it was okay to feel whatever it was I was feeling and to be with that pain, I didn't need to overeat. I didn't need to distract myself from whatever it is I was scared to be with. The first step, my friends, is just to realize it's not scary to be with your thoughts and feelings. Well, I should say with your feelings. Your thoughts can be scary, but those, as we recognized, you can choose and change. Now, the last thing that I want to talk about with pain is also avoiding pain, not by distracting it, but by making sure we never feel it. And this is really the biggest loss of all, because this is where so many people live small lives. They never risk, they never experiment, they never love, they never try, because that means they could get hurt and that means they could experience pain. I mean, if you never go to trial, then you don't lose trial, right? If you never fall in love with someone, then they can never cheat on you and betray you. If you never love people, then they'll never 
die and leave you in that way because you'll never have known them or loved them and it won't matter. But that avoiding pain by never even engaging in life, ugh, if those people would only realize that pain isn't as scary as we make it out to be. It's just an emotion, just like anything else. And it can be handled and you can be with it and choose your response to it. You can live with the pain and you can make it go away faster by actually being with it versus trying to shove it down or avoid situations that potentially put you in the path of harm, so to speak. As you probably know by now, engaging in this type of work as a trial attorney and doing it in the way that I'm suggesting you do it, which is balls of the wall, bringing your big ass bad self to the jury is going to cost you. It's going to cost you and and ask that you risk and experiment and show up in a big way and embarrass yourself and make mistakes. And so this podcast hopefully is going to help you recognize that there's no way to do this and not feel pain. But pain is nothing to be afraid of. You can handle it. In fact, all the good stuff is over on the other side of pain. All the good stuff is when you are willing to experience pain because you know that what comes with it is so great. It's like when you pick up one end of the stick, you pick up the other. How did I know that having a child would mean that I felt like my heart was walking outside of my body 24 hours a day? I, I will never, ever not worry about her or, or emotionally, physically, all of it. But would I trade that for not having her? No. There is absolute pain that goes along with being a parent. But the joy that comes along with being a parent is so immense. And the same can be true of trial work. Yes, it's painful when you lose. Yes, it's painful when you mess up, embarrass yourself, whatever. But that's also where this work is fun. It's when you live on the edge, when you push yourself, when you show the jury who you really are. And that's why this podcast today was needed because I want people to live in the space where they know that what they're attempting to do in court can cause pain and they also know that they can fucking handle it. That's the kind of clients I'm looking for. That's the kind of people I'm looking to help uh, show up in a big way. So I hope this episode has helped. And whether this comes before the, the new year or after, I'm unsure of our podcast schedule when you'll get this. Have a happy new year, my friends. Great talking with you today. That's it for this episode of From Hostage to Hero. But head to our website, sorrydlm.com, for other must-have resources from Sorry Delamart. Read the transcript of this podcast, watch trial tip videos, or download your free copy of Sorry's article, Why Jurors Hate the Hobby Question. We're glad you joined us today. And until next time, remember that to lead a hostage to freedom, you must first free yourself.